Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, Charm fam? We are covering episode 11, Witch Perfect. We have some Jerry Springer DNA reveal. We have a demonic maestro and we have some acapella drama. There's so much to break down in this episode and we're going to do it right now. So don't go away. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. We're forming our new acapella group <laughs> with Maggie, you guys. Welcome. Yes. <laughs> We're breaking down Witch Perfect. I love that title. I love when they find a way to bring in the witch puns. Yeah, I can't same. get enough of it. It's, it's nice. Before we break this all down, I'm Steph Sabra. I'm joined by the one and only Kamisha Latour. Hi, guys. Um, but next week, we will have Kelly back with us. Um, some power of three for sure. For this episode, we're going to be breaking down the whole bomb drop, the DNA reveal via Macy, uh, Maggie and the Hilltones, and kind of her new... Her new group that she's joining and the maestro and where he got this um, relic, this this pipe. <laughs> and then we will uh, get into Mel and Jada and then Harry and kind of where his plot line is leading to. We don't really know. We find out some tidbits. Um, and then obviously I know a lot of you guys from the chat saw the commercial for next episode. So we're going to have to weigh in our thoughts on that after we get into our special segment, which will be our OG charm breakdown. So we will break down the coinciding episode. Um, So it'll be episode 11 of OG Charmed. Kamisha will take the reins on that. And then we will get into our predictions. So before we break down per topic, what was your overall thoughts of this episode? Um, Overall thoughts, I I do think the uh, season is getting better. Um... I enjoyed, I mean, there are a lot of different things. Um, I, the, the ending obviously was, was sad on Harry's part. Um, aside from that, I do think, yeah, I feel like the, the actors are finding more of their, their place in, in the show. Like, I, I feel like they're getting, really getting into the character and, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's, it, yeah, it's just, it's getting better. I agree. I think that this episode was actually directed by Gina Rodriguez, um, kind of like the queen of CW right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I think that she did a good job of weighing in on the character's personality Mm -hmm. more and playing to, like, Maggie's emotional um, abilities on screen um, and the portrayal of she's a good crier (laughs) she's a good crier uh but i think that the show is trying to find the balance of magic and then also this sister bond and this the drama between the family and trying to find out the secrets this episode i think was a little less magic and a little more um character driven which is okay Uh, that's not a bad thing but uh it was an interesting use of the monster of the week Mm -hmm. but 
So we started with the bomb drop. And this was really funny because this was a great way of separating the real way I think the characters would react to this situation. Macy led with logic <laughs> and just came out with this DNA reveal and was like, yeah, that's the science of it. Um, the DNA. And, and they were Macy, um, Maggie and Mel were like, what the heck? I'm curious. What was your opinion of Mel's reaction and Maggie's reaction? Um, I, at first I thought Mel's reaction was a little overboard um, because she, she, just started thinking that her mom was like a compulsive liar and and like why was she hiding all these things from her um but then i i i started to get it um and i think from like personal experience of like learning like secrets within my own kind of like like growing up and learning secrets um from my family um that I reacted in ways like that, but also <laughs> we we forget that sometimes people do things to part in their mind is protecting the um the child um and and in my mind i I thought it was just like they were just they didn't care about me, yeah. but that's just their word protecting so I understood um mel's Mel's reaction with Maggie um I felt for her too um I don't. It's sad. Yes, it does seem from her looking from outside in that all the guys are abandoning her. Um, but again, like we, I don't know. Maybe there's, maybe her father was trying to come see her. We still don't know that story, but something is standing in the way of that. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting because they say our lives. Well, Mel says our lives are not data that you can arrange so it makes so that it makes sense. And I agree, but across in real life and in every show, there's always massive issues when family members don't tell the truth Mm -hmm. and they keep it in. And it's happened in Charmed specifically, where when they didn't tell each other what was happening, it got worse. So although I think Macy's delivery wasn't great because she does lead with logic and she thinks by logic and what seems to make sense... It had to be said. Mm-hmm. Not before an audition, though. I would have hated that. Yeah. Any major tryout would have <laughs> not liked that. Um, so I think Macy can work on her delivery. Macy's just... She's an awkward character. Like, her her personality is awkward. And, and she kind of reminds me of me, in a sense, where it's like, I wouldn't know how to say it. It's like, I would come up <laughs> yeah. with, like, so many different ways of how can I deliver this. And then the minute my mouth opens, it'll just be a completely opposite of what I rehearsed. <laughs> so she, like, reminded me of me. So I don't blame her. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I love that. Um, I'm curious what you guys thought about that in the chat. But before we get into our next topic, Kamisha had yes. something to say to you wonderful people. Yes, guys, before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we need your help. Um, If you're on YouTube right now, hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so that you can join in on the conversation. Being a part of After Buzz TV has meant so much to us, and we truly love coming here and being able to talk about the shows that we love. Um, and we just want to say thank you for supporting us. So be sure to tell your friends and um, continue to come back to hear more about your shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. be a part of our panel. Yes. We love your opinions. Right now, I'm really loving the 
um, the talk about the budget because there was episodes added. So they think that um, some of the less magic-driven plot lines are because there wasn't as much money oh, given really? to it. It's crazy. I weirdly, I kind of like that it wasn't so heavy on magic. On magic, because to a cent- to a degree, I feel like it can. The few past few episodes could see like seem like a little forest with yeah. the monsters. I it's almost though to me it should have been done earlier. Like we kept saying in the beginning, they kept rushing this the plot lines between the sisters. Like Macy instantly moved in. Like I needed more character yeah. depth in the beginning. Yes, and I'm not saying that it's bad now, but it seems kind of it wasn't planned mm. as well as I would like. I agree, and I don't. I don't want to compare anything, but I think that's what drew me a lot to the original because we had so much oh, time yeah. with getting to know the sisters. Yeah. So I I hope we this can happen for mm-hmm. this time. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, so, like I said, Maggie was going to try out for the Hilltones, and she's practicing with a cover of Walking on Sunshine, but then when she goes to the the audition, she's crying, and she still sounds amazing, but it's so interesting, because the maestro loved it. <laughs> um, did, did you think that, at the time, I should have known by the title that this was going to play heavily into the the whole episode and from the beginning intro which we will get into of the maestro going to greece but i didn't really know how they were gonna fully develop that Mm -hmm. into the monster of the week yeah same i didn't i didn't see it coming from him (laughs) um but it's interesting because we get lucy who is the kappa president there and they kind of hashed out some of their issues and bonded on the family drama do you think Lucy's going to be a part of the season more? They keep keep bringing her back. I think so. I I I don't know why. I mean, I I, I think it would just make sense to to just get, have. She's probably going to be more of um of Mel's friend, um Maggie's friend, mm-hmm. um and and I think maybe what the network is or what the show producers are trying to do is give us more into Lucy and and for us to build a sort of like bond to her mm-hmm. um maybe but yeah. maybe she she will be more in the season. i know it's interesting i'm curious because i think she does provide a lot of comic relief in this weird way um but she's not like in the original there's very rare cases where outside people really make it it's usually like loved ones yeah. family members so we'll see yeah um, and, Ma- and Maggie keeps dealing with so much personal drama, and I understand that going to school and doing different things. Like, I played sports in college, and when you hear really serious no- news, it's really hard to get past it and to perform. And we know that now in our positions, yeah. like, you cannot bring stuff into oh, your practice. Not. So good for her. She's I mean, she was crying through the first part, but at least music is a place where you can express emotion True. like that. <laughs> and she, I mean, it, it worked for her. Uh, Macy, though, dropped another bomb because she went in. That was a really cool spell where she wanted to find out all the secrets that had been kept um, regarding the, the fathers in the situation. And she found letters that that were pointing that said that Dexter Vaughn knew all about Maggie and their parents were in love the entire time. Mm-hmm. So that's c- crazy. 
So we're going to definitely find out more. But, like, was this even more surprising? We found out last episode that their dads are the same. But it seems like there keeps being a deeper, deeper secret. So I get why Macy's forcing it. Yeah. And I'm st- I am still want to figure out, like, when did... When did Mel happen? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't and and also in that scene that that also stood out to me was the fact that she was uh, casting this spell or, or, or uh, coming up with a spell um, in front of Galvin. <laughs> like I'm st- I'm still like not uh, used to Galvin just like knowing that she's a witch and um, her being able to use her spells and all that in front of him. It's cool, though. Like, he's husband material. <laughs> I love that Harry was getting defensive about that. It was so yeah, funny. Was but really he's funny. about that life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get into the main part, the maestro. Uh, we first see him as a music teacher played by Jamie Camille, who's also in um, Jane the Virgin. Um, So he's worked with Gina Rodriguez before. He enters this antique shop in Greece, and he's quickly drawn to this pitch pipe sitting on display. And then uh, when the shopkeeper leaves, he plays it, and obviously something happens. (laughs) He's possessed by this demon trapped into into a pipe. Um, And I just thought that this teacher played that innocent role and then switched so well. Yes. Did you like that? I did. He he played played the the maestro really well too um i i I love the way he played that character and it the more it got developed we um he with the lead singer of the group the kind of did did you ever watch glee i've seen an episode oh but it did remind me a lot of glee yeah there's the main character um that is the one who always thinks that she deserves Mm. the lead (laughs) And so that the main girl um, on the this singing group in particular reminded me of her. But she finds out she didn't get the lead because she isn't dark enough, I guess, for the role. Uh, Ma- Maggie was really portraying what he wanted. And yeah. they later find out why. But when she was in the office, I was like, mm, it's not going to be good. Yeah. But at this point, I was like, I, I did not think that she was dead. I thought I just, it was a soul trapping type okay. thing. I thought she was dead. You did? And then, yeah, and then I forgot about her. Yeah. And then when she woke back up, and I was like, oh, okay, she wasn't dead. Yeah, I'm glad she <laughs> So we find out the director um, who was possessed essentially is the conductor behind Sirens. Um, and this goes back to Greek mythology, which makes sense why this relic was found in Greece. I love this. And this is the second time, I think, or maybe a few more times this season that we've had Greek mythology play into the characters and the monsters of the week. Um, actually, well above the second time because we also had Tartarus, which was <clears throat> had some similar plot yeah. lines. Um, but I love that it wasn't just... He wasn't just a siren. They took it a step further and was like, no, I'm the powerful one that never gets credit. (laughs) Did you ever learn about sirens? I probably did. But me in history. (laughs) Just 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 mainly my siren knowledge comes from the freeform show Siren, um, which is basically mermaids who who are called sirens who lure people to their death by songs. Mm. So it makes sense that he would be playing this really deep tone of music. Um, and they find out, according to the Book of Shadows, that the demonic pipe belonged to the sirens from ancient Greece. 
um, who have an affinity for something called the Devil's Tritone, which actually this is where Galvin played into the role even better because his family was from New Orleans and um, he knew the tone of the chord. And that was great way of putting Galvin into the plot line. Cause I'm like, why is he there? How yeah. is he going to be helpful for this? Same. <laughs> um, but when we get to that singing scene, Maggie tried to stop him herself, but I knew that was, it never works out. It's so hard for them in the beginning. I think their powers just aren't strong enough to be able to do something alone yet. Yeah. And, and I think that's just something we're getting used to is like at first when they try to do do it. It just doesn't work, and there's just always another way around it. I loved that they were singing "Killing Me Softly." Me too. I love that song. And they were literally <laughs> killing everyone. Yes. <laughs> what a cool shot, though, um, of the audience being like with the heads yes. and the flip is so creepy. Yes, it was. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was real. That was a really good way for a low budget trick. Yeah, like that just took choreography by the the people playing those roles um and then macy finally comes because we find out harry because of tartarus isn't strong enough to um, get everyone to the location and i love the ability for her again to use that science language and explain figure out that it's the the chord and the arrangement of the music and it needed a remix you gotta love macy you to be able to figure this all out yeah well they really need each other all together mm-hmm. um and that's where we find out the device is actually trapping bodies and meaning that the real mr miranda and effie the main uh the girl who wants the main role aren't actually dead so um this is where the power of three was necessary, but I actually really like that it originally didn't work because they still had their drama to work out. Yeah, I love how I, I, I did enjoy that part too and, and how they were just confessing to everything. And then Maggie, you know, it's just like, oh, now I'm good. <laughs> I know. I, it's, it's so funny when you're, there's no other situation like that in real life where you're under like a time constraint yeah. to be like, we have to forgive each other right now. So exactly. let's talk it out. <laughs> unless it's like a a really important event of like family event and you guys have to like work it out oh Nas in the chat what's up he said Steph the actress that portrays Effie was in Pitch Perfect 2 and 3 her and the acapella is why the episode is called Witch Perfect holla great piece of information I totally she looked so familiar but I haven't seen Pitch Perfect 3 I haven't seen Um, it either I've seen 2 but I have not seen three. That's that's awesome um, because she was really funny. I wouldn't mind seeing. I actually wouldn't mind. Um, I would way rather the Hilltones be Maggie's B plot as opposed to Kappa. Oh, really? Yeah, because Kappa, I mean, it's cool, but sororities get annoying. And I think that it'd be fun to see a singing arrangement every now and then. Yeah. Like, why not? Um, I was just thinking that she's she really is trying to find her place, like with with going to Kappa and now in the Hilltones. It, it reminds me a lot of college where you're just you're trying to discover like more of who you are and you're test trying all these different groups. I don't think it'll be the last. <laughs> yeah, probably be in another group. It's so true. I think all <laughs> of them are going to go through such different 
life curves yeah. of what they're interested in because now they have this identity of being a witch mm-hmm. that they're not going to be stuck to one thing. And yeah. at the end of the day, their witch life comes first. Exactly. And the sisters. Finally, when they forgive each other, they're able to um, banish the demon, which was my favorite line from Galvin. He's like, did I just banish my first <laughs> demon? <laughs> Galvin's funny. He is. He's really growing on yeah, me. He is. I love him and Macy together. Um, what do you guys think about Galvin and Macy? Do, do you ship them? Are we shipping them? Let us know in the chat right now. Um, and let's go to Mel and Jada. This was kind of why Mel was held up for a little bit because I'm like, where the heck are you, Mel? Yeah. It's just Macy and Maggie find, fighting this demon. Uh, but she's with jada and the relationship's moving pretty fast very fast what do you think about it yeah i i think it's moving very fast the fact that she had to go or she decided to to go to jada to pretty much express how she's feeling and and with everything she's dealing with that was the first person she ran to so it's moving pretty quick um i still don't know what i think Oh, how to feel about Jada just yet? Because I I still don't know if the Circanas are an actual if they're really yeah between good. the elders and the Circanas, someone's lying about yes, something exactly, and I really want to find that out. Yeah, I would love, like I said, last episode more Circana and elder history. Yes, we need that. We need because that's deep, that's rich, and that brings a historical background to the show that would deepen the plot for sure and make us more invested. And I think we're just seeing Jada, and I just want to know more of like, like now we hear about her parents are probably like worried about her. Mm-hmm. So like I, I do hope we get to see more of her mm-hmm. like life. Definitely. Um, so she told her about why she joined the Circana, and Jada was like, we have an empath, I know, but I'm glad you're telling yeah. me now, which was cool. And then Nico resurfaced again, and this is kind of what will play into our predictions, I suppose, but she's now, she's a pri- she finds out, again, that she's a private investigator, and she's looking into Jada on the behalf of Jada's parents or loved ones who think she joined a cult, um, and this is... I'm curious who they are, mm-hmm. and that just makes Jada's background more mysterious. Exactly. Like, and I, so, and that just makes me question um, if so. Jada is part of the Cir- of the Circanas, um, and this is probably something that maybe they talked about in the series. But are are the Circanas actually like kind of like witches? Because then the parents must be. In a sense, like, or her mom or her dad must be a witch, mm. and and the fact that they think she's joining this cult and they're sending a PI, yeah, a mortal. Odane Price in the chat says, "I think Jada was adopted." Oh, that's a good theory. I have no idea with Jada. That could just be the case, and that solves. Yeah, solves. it's interesting. Mm-hmm. What was really my favorite part about this scene, though, is that they're on um, they're on like this mission to get this typical perv predator, and this guy, this horrible human, was acquitted by a judge on his charges because he didn't want to ruin his promising future. This was a great way for Charm to intertwine uh, things that are happening happening and have been happening in society in a seamless way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they. They announced the season as a the, under the premise that this would be happening a lot more than it has, and I've looked forward to this. 
but it has to be done in the right way or yeah. else it can be forced and annoying. I think this was done in a right way and I would like to see more like realistic society things coming into the show a yeah. little bit more because this in particular is so true. We've seen it with Brock Turner and many other uh, sexual people who do sexual assault and rapists and all that disgusting mm-hmm. behavior. We see oftentimes, especially with white men where they're acquitted by the judge on the premise that their future is more important than the freaking victim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they totally get him. And they trick, they do some, Jada does some, some magic spell where he has to be, he's holding on to the cup and can't let go. By the way, I loved her growl. Yeah, <laughs> you I did. I was gonna ask you, did you like I that lo- part? It was, it was like, I don't know. It was cool. <laughs> I just, I just thought it was just her just being badass. <laughs> uh, what did you think about that scene in general? Um, I. Me speaking from a logic standpoint, I didn't think it was the right way for her to go about with solving that issue. Because, <laughs> I mean, that could have ended up, you know, going a whole different way. Um, and that's just me being logic. But I loved, I love that she um, was uh, standing up for for that girl and, um, you know, hunting him down mm-hmm. for all his past, like, I like crimes. that, too. But it's true. From a logic standpoint... That, even though it's her glass, I don't know what he could be charged mm-hmm. on. Because he could say, like, he didn't know. I don't know if the evidence you can actually prove that he was going to do that exactly. unless there was cameras. So it might not have been the best way to get justice yeah. now, as yeah. she said in her spell. So, I don't know. We'll see. But it, it does show deeper insight into what Jada is about. Yes. And what she stands for. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly aligned with what Mel stands for. True. And lastly, um, oh, and we do know that Nico gives uh, Mel her number. But lastly, Harry, just touching on quickly, he's been, like, feverishly jotting down notes behind a pillow and is, like, recording them. I don't know what that's about. But then he tells Charity that he doesn't think he's fit to watch over them anymore, which I will be so pissed about. I know. I love Harry, and I say this every every show, but I really do love his character, and I think he adds, like, he brings a balance to uh, to the show, like, balance um, amongst the girls in a sense of, like, we have the witches, but also we have this this guy that is, is, is able to guide them rather than not being, you know, because they're new. They're new witches. Uh, a lot of different they need they need yeah. his guidance um and care and his character alone i just love so much and uh, i think he brings a lot uh to the show that i i would hate to see him leave and maybe he's not gonna leave entirely and it's just he's he's just take, taking a step back um but i think him jotting down the notes is because he, he was recalling the memories and i think he's trying to like put it, all the pieces together i know i don't I get that he's weak right now, but you also have access. Elders do something. Sarkana do something. We need to figure something out because I think he can heal. Um, I do not think that this means that his powers are erased. I think he's just really injured right now. I think he, yeah, he's injured, but also uh, distraught in a way 
because you think you know yourself and you think you're just you're the certain type of person for so long and then you have these horrible memories of you that you actually did a lot of like horrible things mm-hmm. in the past and now you're just totally like screwed up in the head so i think that's what he's dealing with and he just can't seem to get over the fact that he's actually not this really innocent person yeah i don't know i i really am curious when we find out more um but we will we'll see we'll see uh well he i I would just be so pissed if he wasn't involved in the rest of the season because I think he has such a good dynamic and chemistry with the sisters. Yes. But let's get into our special segment. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He he. Oh. This is where we um, just, if you guys are new to our after show, this is where we break down the coinciding episode of the Charmed original. So this will be episode 11, season one of OG Charmed. Yes. Um, so the, in this episode, this aired January 20th, 1999, and it's called The Feats, Feats of Clay, um, written by Constance M. Burge. Um, so in this episode, Phoebe's ex-boyfriend Clay shows up with this cursed Egyptian urn, and he wants Phoebe to help him out. Um, also in this episode, Prue's trying to save the auction house, as we know from the episode before, because uh, the, the two the, the two owners, they were actually uh, demons, and they were casted away. Um, and also in this episode, Piper's dealing with an employee who's just super clumsy around his ex, and he keeps dropping all the glass, um, and she's pretty much fed up with it. Um, and she uses a spell to, to sort of boost his confidence, which kind of backs, backfires um, in, in a sense. Um, also in this episode, well, I guess the the relation to uh, this episode, um, the the OG and the Charmed reboot is um, so Clay goes to Egypt. He picks up this urn, and it, it's a it's a cursed urn now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he's pretty much screwed in in a sense. Um, and same with Mister Miranda. He went to Greece and he picked up this antique that ended up this demon possessed him yeah and, and he has trapped souls in the antique so it's it's, it's really in, it is yeah. it does go along because they're both kind of ancient relics one though was controlled by a woman yes who didn't uh she didn't possess people but she would kill them kill them yeah and then now we have a demon who possesses but it's still controlled by the possession of whatever the either of the two exactly really cool yeah. i love this episode <laughs> yeah the episode was, was was fun and it was cool seeing phoebe's ex back in town yeah. they did have a lot of chemistry they did and they're really cute together. <laughs> phoebe's cute with anyone yes <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for that let's get into our predictions and now you're after buzz tv predictions so in uh, the prediction for next week, we hear them uh, a quote that says, I'm afraid when Macy finds out what we did to bring her back from the dead, I'm afraid she'll never forgive us. What? That was a shocker. We thought she had some sort of Hades connection, um, but I did not really think that she died and came back. Same. 
That's so crazy. It's so cr- I It opens up a whole new basket of I don't know what. Yes. I don't know what's going to happen. But I think in my predictions that we will find out more about this. And I hope that Macy handles this with kind of that logical intuition as opposed to getting her emotions because this is very serious and it is I, I think there could be some rep someone in the chat I forget who it was was saying maybe if she sleeps with Galvin that that will like start the curse oh. and everyone she's with will um die I think someone said that I think there <laughs> will be something though because there there in which history Usually most shows in mythology that has to do with witches, they have, uh, there's some sort of catch with virgin witches. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, and they made it a point to make her virgin, so that has to play into the plot line. True. Um, in regards to, I think next episode might be time for Mel to find out more about the Sarkana and for us to find out more about the Sarkana. I really want that. Mm-hmm. And we'll find out what happens with Harry. What do you think? I think on Harry's part, I I do believe we're going to see more of his life and um, that he's going to go after his son. That's what I'm predicting. Um, But in a sense, I I don't think he's going to leave them entirely. I think perhaps we're going to find out something that um, and and no longer can Harry. I think Harry's just going to find that the charmed ones. Are is his priority? He has to stay, um, and he's gonna stay. But also, perhaps his son has a whole different life, and he's just you know, he's doing good on, on his own. Um, so I think that's really the only prediction I have on Harry's end. I do want to see more in, into life of the Sarkanas and and more of um and more of Jada and and her backstory. Um, and I'm really excited to see like Nico and and more Mel's interaction mm-hmm. and and if i don't know if they'll ever get back together or something will slip i'm not sure yeah me too that would be super interesting and shout out boss at home she was or he not sure like this episode you could be fluid we don't know <laughs> made uh the prediction about the witch and the whole virginity thing with galvin playing out so thank you for that awesome. you guys are so awesome in the chat i want to do a few shout outs Nas, mark ryan's boss at home trent king peyton 727 um who else Kristen carter Gracie and Ryan, Gracian Ryan, uh, Mark Ryan's, you guys rock. Thank you guys for joining us in the chat. We will be back. I know that we are taking a short hiatus, um, but we will see you guys back when the show returns. Yes. Until next time, where can we find you? Yes, guys, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kamisha Latour. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sefsabra. Thanks again. Stay witchy, my friends. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 